Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1058. This week on Cars Yeah, I'm promoting the cruise-in at LeMay, America's Car Museum, Grit City Motor Show, taking place Saturday, June 23rd. I'll be the MC at this fun event. You can learn more at LeMayMuseum.org. Follow what your greatest interest is and see it where it takes you in life. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Linda Weldon Feldhorn. Hey, Linda, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Oh, absolutely. Start your engines. All right, here we go. Linda Weldon Feldhorn is an automotive photographer who just launched her latest book, Road Racing, Drivers of the 60s and 70s. It takes you on a journey with an incredible cast of talented drivers in American road racing via a 100-page hardcover book filled with beautiful photographs. Back in those days, Linda was unique, being a female sports photographer. Her images brought a special humanity to a very dangerous male-dominated sport. A trip to Riverside International Raceway and a meeting with Sir Sterling Moss provided her access to the inner sanctum and world of racing and the people involved, and that turned into many years of capturing racing images. Linda also worked in the entertainment industry as a set photographer for films, TV commercials, and television sports news. She's also been a casting director, styling, script supervisor, and she was even a stunt double. How cool is that? She's a member of the Checkered Flag 200 Club out of the Peterson Automotive Museum, participates in rally events, and collects vintage cars along with her husband, Bill. And today, one lucky Cars Yes subscriber is going to receive a signed copy of Linda's new book. How cool is that? Very thankful. Go to the Cars Yeah website, click on my free book button, I'll send you my filler up book, and your name will be in the hat to win a copy of this fantastic book. So Linda, I've told our listeners just a little bit about your long and illustrative career. Would you please take a moment to share a little bit more about that career and a very obvious passion for automobiles? Well, I love your introduction. It's almost like I'd like to meet this person. Oh, but it's me. Okay. <laughs> it's you. Just look in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> It's been a whirlwind life, I must say. And when I started the photography, I was probably about 19 years old. And the reason that I got into it, it was because it was a frustration in uh, painting. Mm. And I wanted to capture complete and real images. So took up the camera, not being a photographer or a professional, I just started shooting and It's interesting because film was costly and I had no money and I had uh, to be very careful about what I was shooting. That's how I got started. Today, I just take pictures of our rallies that my husband and I go on from the Colorado Grand to the Ramshorn, you know, all of the different rallies that are presented. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, other than promoting my book, trying to get it into international markets, I'm just enjoying the golf course. And my new dog that I just got from a shelter a couple of days ago. And life is grand. Life is grand down there in Malibu, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. How can it not be? Well, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start with a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that may have meaning for you. And it's a really nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So, Linda, take the wheel. 
Well, I don't really know what a, a mantra would be for me, but I would say follow what your greatest interest is and see it where it takes you in life. Yes. You know, you never know. I picked up a camera and who knew what would happen? (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah. You seem to make a whole career out of it. You know, I, I love the concept here because it is a great concept. And that is if you have a passion for something, just start doing it. You may have no clue what you're doing, but just start doing it. And I know for you, I mean, you happen upon, you were at Riverside Raceway, I believe, and you happened upon a little guy, a little race car guy from England named Sterling Moss. I, I mean, how much influence did that meeting with him have on your photography and, and getting you involved more and more and taking all these wonderful photographs? No, oh, it was a um, a big weekend, you might say. It was, mm-hmm. uh, I had a couple of uh, these boys with long hair and I was trying to do like a photograph of a, rock star album and anyhow in payment they said you have to take us to riverside for the races i said all right so we all piled into my little favorite mustang went off (laughs) and they had one paddock pass they were all going to camp out wherever you camp out over there in the bushes at riverside yeah (laughs) you know they were very young and then i went checked into the riverside hotel anyhow with the paddock pass walked in and almost the first person that came up to me was Sterling Moss, shirtless. You know, what are you doing here? And uh, do you really want to take pictures? Is that camera for real? And I said, well, and he says, what do you need? I said, well, I need a pit pass. So he went off, got me a pit pass and said, well, listen, there's a party tonight at the Riverside Hotel with all the drivers. Would you like to be my guest? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I said, well, I think so. I think this would be very, very good. So I went to that. And then the next morning, he said, would you be able to show up at the track at about 8 o'clock? They're doing a commercial for AT&T. And they need me to be walking with a lady. Oh, wow. I said, well, okay. I'll uh, join you at 8 o'clock. So there we were, international commercial for AT&T. They pay me my dollar. Uh, for my fee. And that was my first weekend. So I kind of went, whoa, this is pretty fun. I mean, this is really great. Yeah, That's how it kind of started. Oh my gosh. What a story. I mean, that's the kind of story that somebody would just make up. There's no way it really happened. But <laughs> the fact that it, the fact that it did and the fact that you ran into him and then no, all these he things ran started into to me. <laughs> well, well, we know the stories about Sir Sterling Moss. He did yeah. like ladies. That's for sure. But. You know, I think it's wonderful, and it's another testament to just go out there and try things, and you never know. Talk to people. Say yes. Try things. Try stuff, because you never know where it may lead you, and oh my gosh, that was just the beginning of a very long, illustrative career in many ways for you. Well, let's talk a little bit about maybe a story that instigated your personal passion for cars, because it sounds like cars have been somewhat important in your life over time, or maybe on each end of your life. Certainly now you're getting to play with cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew you were indeed a car gal? Well, there was a young boy that lived a few blocks away from me, and we were friends from school. And he invited me over. He was putting together a Model A or a Model T. He was restoring it in his garage. And I would sit there and while he was restoring and we'd chat and he'd show me the car and what he was doing. And eventually we started talking about races, race car drivers, Nuvolari and Juan Fangio mm. and, you know, yes. all the great drivers. 
I got very excited at that point, just hearing about the history of them. And then we went to a movie theater and watched the Indy 500 race. And anyhow, it it started that way before I even went to Riverside, my first race. Wow. How fun. How fun. Yeah. From Model T's to Riverside to Can-Am cars to, oh my God, all the things that you've done and seen. How wonderful. Well, let's take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and talk about a big challenge or a big failure that you've faced along the way. You've had a career and you've dabbled in a lot of different things, but it sounds like a lot of it has been in photography, motion pictures, that kind of industry. I'm sure that has been fraught with a bit of ups and downs along the way. So take us down one of your journey paths and walk us through what you learned and how you how you gleaned some uh, some lessons from that experience. Well, I'd say my passion was photography. And the biggest goal I had set, which probably was too big, was to become a feature film cinematographer. At the time, there were really no women, and it was nearly impossible, unless you had some sort of ethnic background, in order to get into the union to get into being a cinematographer in the IA union. So I tried and tried, and I worked on film sets and commercials and all of that, but it just never happened. But it didn't disturb my passion for photography because I kept going and eventually did fashion photography and headshots and product shots and rallies and, you know, opened up a studio in Santa Monica with my last, last real main, you know, adventure in business in photography. So, oh, I also, I also shot when I had a child rather than be burdened down and I uh, shot all the kids in the neighborhood and everything and presented photos to a frame company. So they they put my pictures in the frames, and that's the file 13 picture that you throw away. Okay, gotcha. Well, that was very clever of you. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. A business lady at heart. Yeah. Yeah. The race has ended, and then I, uh, you know, with the child and so on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hard to... Hard to chase race car drivers around tracks of the world when you've got a child with you, that's for sure. I'm curious, with today in the movie industry, are there very many women that are cinematographers today? Yes, it's finally opened up. Ah, well, good to hear. Because definitely, you have a very different eye for things. I think just the fact who you are, but also being a different gender than most of the photographers shooting at tracks, where maybe the focus was more on cars and the hardware versus the people. Because in your book, There's a lot of reference and imagery of the people and the experiences, which I think came from your background, especially being a woman and having a different perspective. Am I, am I hitting, hitting the right notes here? Oh, absolutely. You know, I didn't know what to take a picture of really. And all these race drivers were like rock stars. They were just unbelievable. And the way all the people would gather around and gather around the cars. And so I'd walk up having my camera waist high, and they'd see me, and I guess I was fairly attractive then, and they'd look at me, and then I'd get that (laughs) camera to my eye and go bing, 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 and then I'd, you know, capture their looks, which in the book you can tell they're checking me. (laughs) Ah, well, again, using your assets to your advantage. I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's pretty funny, though, because 
I know that Jesse Alexander, who's another California photographer who shot for decades around cars, he loved to shoot people and their looks and their faces. But I didn't think about that at first. Yeah, you you are a very attractive woman. And back in the day, you were as well. And the fact that these guys were checking you out, quote unquote, and had a look Maybe a different look than they had looking at Jesse Alexander. Absolutely. I'm sure, I'm sure but yes, they he's did. the real deal. I mean, he's a well, real he photographer. I love yeah. his work. Yeah, he's an awesome guy. He's been a guest on the show. I got to spend a day with him in his home in Santa Barbara looking through his photographs once. And I'll tell you, that was one of the most magical days of my life. It was so cool to listen to his stories about the pictures and so forth. So very fortunate. Let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I call a career aha moment. Now, it sounds like you had a lot of aha moments because you did a lot of different things. Your your background is very diversified, which is really cool. Tell us about one of those when the headlights came on and kind of steered you in a new direction. I, As I said, you know, I had a frustration in painting. I've always been kind of an artist. I still have a little studio here in the house and I still paint. But it's not quite to the perfection as I would like, which a photograph can capture. So I think that's what happened is I could either go buy more paint and another canvas or I could buy a camera. And I chose to buy a camera. And that was the moment that I uh, started my photographic career. Well, you just found the medium that was right for you is what the way I like to say it. You know, it's something that was perfect for you. I had a guest on the show, Scott Jacobs, who's a realist painter. I'm not sure if you're familiar with his work, but if you're not, you should check it out. And he paints from photographs, but he does hyper-realism. I mean, we're talking about reflections in the soap bubbles. Oh, that I kind love of that. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. You've got to have some patience to do that kind of, kind of painting. But, uh, well, I think we're all very happy that you found your medium in your photography. Now, let's have a little bit of fun talk about your first really special car. Or you can talk about maybe, I know your husband collects cars, you collect cars with him, but uh, maybe what was that first special car in your life that really stood out? Well, my first car was a VW Bug. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Southern okay. California, yeah. My second car was a Mustang, a 65 nice. Mustang, and that was Ooh. really my most favorite car. I mean, I just outran police one night. I mean, I oh. shouldn't say that, but <laughs> you know, I <laughs> I was quite spirited. But Shelby gave me some ribs. Some guy from Goodyear, oh God, his name was Ted somebody, big nice guy, and he gave me some tires to go along with the rims. So ah. this car was just magnificent and it drove, nice. oh, you know how Mustang is. It's just Oh, yeah. It's a fabulous car. I had a 66 Fastback. I know. They're awesome cars. What yes. great fun. Very cool. What about seller's remorse? I have to ask this of all my guests. Is there a car you've let go that you really wish you still had? Well, after selling the Mustang, my husband bought me a 66 Mustang for my 65th birthday. Oh, how cool. We've had to sell that. So mm -hmm. there's the car that I had again. That got away. And then I yeah. lost. And you lost again. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm sorry I brought that up. But you know what? I always say, at least you had a chance to enjoy it. And uh, that's that's the big thing. And I think for most of us cars, when they leave us, it's the memories that we really want to hang on to versus the actual car itself. It's those memories that really have the value. Well, the 66 Mustang, we shipped to Chicago with a group from the Checkered Flag Club. 
and we drove Route 66 all the way back to Santa Monica. Oh my gosh, how fun. And there was about wow. 30 cars, and they were all wow. within that era of 66, and you know, so the Mustang was perfect for that drive. Yeah. Tell our listeners who may not know about the Checkered Flag Club a little bit about that. Well, it's the Peterson Museum, and the Checkered Flag Club is specifically there to raise money for the museum. Mm -hmm. And the museum is just awesome. I mean, everybody should take a visit there because you'll see cars that you've never seen before, and they're beautifully displayed. Yeah, and especially since the remodel. The museum is quite spectacular now, and I'll let our listeners know that some of the original founders of the Checkered Flag Club Bruce Meyer's been a guest on the show. Barry McGuire been a guest yeah. on the show. These are guys that were there back at the beginning, uh, longtime Los Angeles residents who uh, started this club. And it's, uh, I don't know how many members are now, but it's a fantastic organization and raising money for an awesome museum. Well, I would love for you to share a little more with our listeners about road racing drivers of the 60s and 70s, this new book that you got out. Tell our listeners a little bit about the process of creating this book. What inspired you to do this project? I know that you had a few challenges along the way with the images and uh, they hadn't been stored maybe the way they should, things like that. But tell us about the book, how it all came to be, and what has you so fired up and excited about this publication. Going back to 1966 through about 73 to 75 is when I shot all of these pictures and I had this big notebook of negatives. Actually, no, I didn't. I had just envelopes all over the place. Finally put them all into a big binder. You know, it took me about 10 years going to the project and then leaving it, going to the project and leaving it, picking out what I needed to print for a book, what I didn't need to print, you know, editing. It just, it took forever. Um, and these negatives weren't getting any uh, younger, and <laughs> yeah, they were yeah. not kept in special temperatures or anything. So I thought, you know what, let's just do it. So finally, finally, about five years ago, I finally finished the product. Now I have this book. <laughs> yeah, well, congratulations. I had Phil Hill's son, Derek, on the show, and he, of course, produced some wonderful books using uh, photographs that his father had shot, and he was shooting. Kodachrome color film back in the 50s and 60s. And he said the same thing is compiling all these images. And he had some help with some great people who've been guests on the show here, but compiling all these images and organizing them and then thinking back, what was this of? And documenting the car and the driver and all that. I can't imagine tackling a project like this. Did you do it all yourself or did you have some help? No, I pretty much did it all myself. But John Hyman, who I'm sure a lot of people know, writes for Vintage Motorsports Magazine. So I finally had an interview with him, and he helped me with the writing. Nice, nice, very nice. So did you have any surprises when you pulled some of these photographs out that just kind of made you smile and brought back some wonderful memories? Oh, the memories. I cried a little bit. Oh. <laughs> I laughed a little bit. I knew a lot of these drivers, and they just kept dying. Yeah. One after another, one after another. It got to be very sad, and, and that's probably why I walked away from mm, yeah. photographing races, because back in those days, those cars were so dangerous. I don't think people realized how brave these guys were. 
Well, the cars were dangerous, the tracks were dangerous, the conditions, they didn't even, some of these races didn't even have proper safety uh, people or ambulances or anything. I mean, yeah, it was, those were daring young men, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, amazing. Well, I would encourage people again to look this book up. You can go to to, uh, Linda's website, I'll put a link to it, or you can find the book on Amazon. There's lots of ways to get your hands on this book, and of course, one lucky subscriber is going to be very fortunate to win a signed copy that Linda has been so gracious to offer us here today. So just go to the Cars yeah website, click on my free book button. I'll send you my filler up book and uh, your name will be in the hat. Uh, somebody's going to be very, very happy. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Linda. Kind of describes to us a little bit of how you perceive yourself. If you were a vehicle, what would you be and why? I think I'd like to be an Enzo. Oh, oh I, <laughs> but, wouldn't we all? Yeah. <laughs> but I guess I have to be a, probably a, a 32 high boy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> At my age. <laughs> I see. I see. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Those are pretty darn cool. You know, I mean, that's pretty darn cool, just like you are. So a 32, I think you're the first 32 high boy here on Cars. Yeah. So makes you very <laughs> unique as well. I like that. Well, Linda, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah listeners, this is Mark Green. I've been using Covercraft covers to protect my cars and motorcycles since I was in high school, way back in 1975. But Covercraft has much more to offer than just vehicle covers. This time of year is very hard on your vehicle's interiors. Rain, snow, dirt. And mud gets into the carpet and the seats, grinding away and destroying the original materials. It's important to preserve and protect your special ride with cover craft floor mats and seat covers. That's what I do. They offer a wide variety of styles, colors, and materials, all designed to fit like a glove. They're easy to install and provide for anchor points and airbags for safety and a perfect fit. Protecting your vehicle adds value when you go to sell it, too. Simply go to Covercraft.com and order the style and color you like best, and boom, you're set. You'll thank me, and your vehicle will thank you as well. That's Covercraft.com, and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Hey, this is Mark Green. Are you interested in selling online and building a sustainable business? Bonanza is a marketplace platform that empowers you to create your dream business. Getting started at Bonanza is easy. You can start fresh or import your items from other marketplaces like Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or Shopify. Auto parts and accessories are a high-performance category at Bonanza, and there's no risk involved in signing up. There are no listing fees or monthly fees. You pay only when you make the sale. Bonanza listens to seller feedback and uses it to improve tools and build new features, so there are tons of customization options for sellers no matter what the size of your business. Be sure to sign up using the link bonanza.com slash cars yeah, and you'll receive a free consultation with Bonanza experts who make sure that you are on your way to generating sales. That's bonanza.com slash cars yeah. All right, Linda, we're back and we're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the 32 high boy throttle. So here we go. (laughs) (laughs) What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Well, buy what you love. Buy what has good resale value. Yeah. You know, (laughs) and cars are meant to be driven, not uh, garage art. Ah, I love it. They all can't be garage queens. (laughs) 
That's true. That's true. And I love the fact that you and your husband take your cars out and participate in these rallies and shows and things like that and, sh- and share the cars with other people. I think that is the most important thing. But the fact that you drive them and you get them out there on the road, that's what they're designed for. So, ah, bravo to you guys. Kudos. Now, would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Well, I guess it's my Aries nature that I have to be on top. I, I'm very tenacious and I, I ah. keep going. I just, I want to be the best. I want to get it. I want to get to the finish line. There you go. That's being around all those race cars all those years, I think. But also working in the uh, industry that you were in, the professional film industry and so forth, things have to get done. I mean, there can't, you can't mess around because money is burning on sets and all that kind of thing. So I have a feeling that may have played a part in it as well. Now, how about a resource? There are lots of awesome resources these days. Is there one that you really like? Well, the one that I went to get all of my uh, special pictures into a show at, well, it's Sammy's Camera in Hollywood. And they did a fabulous job. And Furman, Mr. Furman, invited me to show uh, with him at the Quail Lodge a yes. few years ago. Michael Furman, you're talking about, right? Yes, Michael Furman, yes. who is a great yeah. photographer. Oh, yeah. He's been a guest on the show here a couple times. Uh, a wonderful, brilliant photographer. And the Quail, of course, fantastic event to be launching a book at. The right crowd, uh, automotive enthusiasts, and uh, ah, very, very cool. You're in the partner of great people there with him. Now, if I could wave a magic wand and allow you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that be? Of course, it's got to be James Dean. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, you're the first one who's mentioned James Dean. And, you know, most of the people think of him as an actor, but he was, he loved driving, kind of a Paul Newman-esque, although he was so Absolutely. young, he never, never really had the time to show us his skill sets. But uh, James Dean, what would you ask Mr. Dean if you oh, could sit dear, down and have a drink with him? <laughs> yeah, I'd have to really think about that. Yeah, I know. It's wouldn't that be wouldn't that be something? Yeah, he he passed at such a young age. I mean, we really didn't get to see the skill sets that he would have had with his career in the future. It's really, really, really too bad. But but he uh, loved those little Porsches. Oh, he did. He drove. He drove. Well, passed away in my favorite, the five fifty Spider. But uh, yeah, he drove a Speedster, and uh, yeah, that would be fun. Well, how about a book? Now, of course, there's your book. And, of course, we've been promoting it, but is there another book you'd like to share with our listeners that you enjoyed reading? Oh, there's plenty of books. I started collecting automotive books back when, you know, in the uh, 60s. So I've got some Mm -hmm. rare books. But the book I would say to everybody to read is The Art of Racing in the Rain. (laughs) By Garstein, yes. Yes. Oh, what a wonderful book. And you mentioned the name Enzo. Of course, Enzo the dog in that story is... Awesome. And of course, as we speak, they're shooting a movie, finally, after 12, 15 years of that book being out. And I'm sure Garth is very happy about that. And hmm. uh, that book, that movie should be out next year. So it'll be very interesting. I think Kevin Costner is going to play the voice of the dog, Enzo. So that should be interesting. Oh, that's uh, Yeah, very nice. Well, listeners, you can find links to all these great resources Linda's been so kind to share on her show notes page. Just go to carsyad.com, type in Linda Weldon Feldhorn. Or just Linda and her page will pop right up and you can get references to all these awesome books and ideas. And of course, her book will be listed there as well. All right, Linda, we're up to the checkered flag. And this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car in the world, but you can only have that car in your garage. 
We'll exclude a daily driver. This is a fun car, but I want you to drive it, enjoy it, which I'm sure you'll do. But money's no object. Today, I'm writing the check, so don't worry about the cost. What is that dream car going to be and why? My favorite car has always been the 1967 Ferrari 275 GTB4. Ooh. <laughs> and I'd like it in a yellow. A uh, fly yellow, huh? Fly okay. yellow. I think we could do that for you. Oh, the 275 GTB4. Now, you've picked a very pricey car, haven't you? Oh, my god! Well, gosh. it's pricey in that it's just one of the most beautiful cars ever. And it's still yeah. an exciting and classic design. It is. Yeah. And great to drive. You could take that on the Colorado Grand or Absolutely. any yeah, any of the events or drive it down to the coast and, uh, you know, stop and have a dinner. Uh, I'll take a drive up north to Santa Barbara, wherever you take it. It's a great road car, great race car. Take it on the track. Yeah, it does pretty much everything. Oh, nice choice. You've got excellent taste, Linda. Well, thank you for taking me on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey and your new book with the Cars yeah audience. Could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off down the coast highway? And that's 67 275 GTB4. Oh, you got it. Well, maybe my life advice would be follow your passion. Pretty simple, pretty direct, but you know what? It works. I've heard it here before on Cars Yeah, and it works. But you got to figure out what your passion is and then chase it, just like Linda did. What's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and get their hands on a copy of your book? Well, just go to roadracingbook.com. I'll make sure that that book is listed on Linda's show notes page. And remember, it's Road Racing, Drivers of the 60s and 70s. I'll put a link to it there. And again, one lucky Cars Yeah subscriber is going to win a copy of this book, a signed copy. How special is that? So make sure you go to the Cars Yeah website, put your name in the hat by clicking on the free a book a button, and I'll send you my filler-up book. You can also get it on Amazon, through Amazon. There you go. I'll make sure I put a link to Amazon as well. But I want people to go to your site and read about you and learn a little bit more as well. So I'll make sure I put both of those links on Linda's show notes page. Linda, you've taken me on an awesome ride today. I knew you would. I've really enjoyed learning more about you in this book. Hey, kudos to you for tackling this 10-year-plus project. This is a huge deal. Creating books is not easy, and especially when you're going through some old archives like you were dealing with. So we're so happy you did that. Incredible photographs. I just love what you've done here. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Yeah audience. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. This was great. I hope it turns out okay, and I hope I uh, have some book sales now. Absolutely, and uh, have fun with that new pup you got from the uh, shelter. Really nice thing you did there. Take care. You bet. Bye-bye. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. 
Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.